Welcome to the Rich Feet Podcast with Dr. Tanisha Richmond. This podcast is sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, where they specialize in happy feet. Each episode highlights the best of Dr. Richmond's radio show, providing bite-sized clips of advice. Let's jump right into the show. WDAL Radio, AM 1210, and FM 102.3. We're happy to have our local podiatrist and foot specialist, Dr. Tanisha Richmond, with a very fabulous guest today. We've got Josie Favors, and a local resident and amputee and patient of Dr. Richmond, who is very, very strong and powerful in her message and in her walk. Uh, with her journey of having her leg amputated. And of course, we thank you again, Josie, for your braveness. And there are a couple questions that are coming through. One person wants to know how important it was to you to have a support system and people there to help you through this process. And they wanted to know what type of activities that you do with your having your amputation. Okay, with me, it was my, my family. When I went into surgery, both my sisters was there. When I woke up, both my sisters was there. So <laughs> that was just, I had the best nieces, Angel, Jasmine. I had the best nieces, the best family, family. That's all I can say, family. If it wasn't for them, I don't think I would be here right now. And as far as activities, I just, I catch the bus a lot every day. So I just, when I wake up in the morning, I just think of somewhere to go. To the mall, downtown, Walmart, Myers. So you stay active. You yeah, keep yourself <laughs> Every busy. Every day. I'm good. When I leave here, I got somewhere to go. <laughs> okay. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So that support system truly made a difference it, for you. It did. It did. That's great. I had good doctors and nurses, too. That, that helped a lot. I had the best doctors and nurses. So, yes. Okay. Just, just being around good people, you know. Just try not to be around... Negativity, you know that. Mm, that just ain't gonna. <laughs> that's gonna make things worse. Just try to yeah. be around positive people, positive things. Think positive. Okay. Do you did religion play a part in it? Yes. Yes. Somewhat. Yes. Yes. I mean, but I'm just. I'm strong. I was like this before this happened. Okay. I'm a strong person. <laughs> so you were strong. I was giddy up before this happened. So. Okay. So it just kind of continued. Yeah. Okay. I was getting up like this before they happened. Okay. All right. Was there any more questions online? That's it right now. There was first one person that asked, how did she know that she needed it? And I think she told that story. They may have mentioned that about the TV. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind sharing that uh, once again? Yeah, because I didn't have no um, signs or anything like that. Like I said, the TV fell on my foot and it just... Heard it for such a long time, like a month before I finally had it looked at, you know, so. Did you have a podiatrist then? No. Oh, mm-hmm. so if you would have had me, this yeah. might not have happened. It wouldn't have happened, yeah. <laughs> it would not have happened. <laughs> well, no. th- that's a good point, though. I mean, all diabetics should be seen by a podiatrist. As soon as you're diagnosed, you should be seen by a podiatrist. For one we can educate you like all the posters and things in my office. That's all for y'all. So you, you know a lot. So you know what's infection. You know what's this and that. And, and that, and the statistically it shows people who have podiatrists are less likely to lose their limbs. Because if you would have walked in and your foot was turning colors or whatever was going on, 
you know, I would have got you on antibiotics, got you to a vascular doctor, you know, done whatever we could to save your limbs. So all diabetics should be seen as soon as they're diagnosed. Even if you are a pre-diabetic, you should start seeing a podiatrist because lots of times you're, you're right on the ledge. Like I say, you're one ho-ho away. <laughs> You'll fall on over, but you're still running high. So you're already starting to get some of the damage from diabetes. So yeah, it, all diabetics should be seen by a podiatrist at least once a year. Okay, thank you for sharing that, Dr. Richmond. Anything else you'd like to share or that's on your mind or heart, Josie, that you want to um, share with the listening audience? Oh, well, like I said, just keep up the faith. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just keep up the faith. <laughs> keep the faith. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Don't stop like the hands of time, huh? Don't stop. Don't, don't stop. stop. Okay, that's our message today. That's <laughs> awesome. Don't stop. Josie said don't stop. Yeah, and speaking of walking, I guess we could talk a little bit about some heel pain. That's starting to get more prevalent. Well, it's always kind of prevalent here in Dayton because we are a manufacturing city. So a lot of people will change jobs, especially with the pandemic. People are jumping from different positions, maybe going more into manufacturing. Now I'm tending to see more people coming in with a lot of heel pain, a lot of arch pain, a lot of ankle pain. And most of the time, it's all dealing with standing. So if you're going from an eight-hour workday to a 12-hour workday, or you're going to some of these factories where they're working seven days a week, your body is not designed to stand that long. Um, you only have about half an inch of tissue that supports your entire body weight, which, which is your plantar fascia. And so when that tissue gets inflamed, that's when you get plantar fasciitis, which is inflammation of the tissue. And it usually hurts the most right in your heel bone because that tissue is pulling off the heel bone because it's tired. And it's and then on x-ray, you'll always see the little spurs and people are like, oh, I got bone spurs. I got heel spurs. And all that is basically is the tissue is pulling off the bone and the body's just making a little spur in response to that. So the mainstay of treatment for heel pain is orthotics, which are inserts that go into your shoes. They bring the ground up to your foot. They support your arch and they give that tissue. There's things like taping. We can tape your foot like the athletic tape you see on the athletes at the Olympics. We can tape your feet. We can get you something called a night splint, which helps you stretch. It helps you stretch the tissue at home. If you're not willing to stretch or can't stretch, we can send you out to physical therapy where you can be stretched and do different modalities for your heel pain. And then always there is the heel spur injection, which is a mixture of lidocaine and steroid that we inject right into the heel bone. And then also we do have the new ARP neurotherapy that can also help with the heel pain. So it's a lot of different things that you can try for the heel pain. But most of the time, the easiest thing is just coming in, getting some orthotics in your shoes, getting some support to your arch. And most of the time, the pain will go away, pretty much. I, I've been wearing my orthotics, oh, 13 years. Because <laughs> I had heel pain when I first came out of uh, podiatry school. And as long as I wear my orthotics, it doesn't come back. <laughs> so what about flip-flops and sandals during this season? I mean, they're cute for temporary things, you know, putting from 
I mean, I wouldn't say go to the mall in them or go like to an outlet mall in them. But maybe if you're just going to run into the grocery store and run out. But if you're planning on doing some serious walking, you need to wear some really good supportive shoes. Because nine times out of ten, you'll probably will develop some heel pain because it's just that tissue is not getting any support, especially from flip flops. And they're unstable. So then you have a chance of falling, tripping, especially if you're on an unstable sidewalk or something. Or if you're going on a hike <laughs> in the woods, you need to be wearing something, some nice tennis shoes or hiking shoes. And it's just support your foot because you're on such an unstable ground. Speaking of supporting your feet, when should females stop wearing those cute shoes, pretty shoes, stilettos? <laughs> when they hurt. I mean, I, it was a lady, I think she was in her 80s. She was still wearing high heel shoes. We see her at church and be like, ooh, gone girl, do you? <laughs> I mean, I'm only 47. I don't wear high heels anymore. I, but then I'm always thinking of falling, twisting my ankle, breaking something. So, But it, it's more your comfort level and it's more your stability. So, you know, as we age, we start to lose stability. We start to, I'm seeing a lot of patients um, getting a lot of vertigo. They're getting dizziness. They're just falling. And, and you have to make that decision. When do you don't feel stable in those shoes anymore? And you have to accept it. I had a lady one years ago came in. I think she weighed about 350 and she wanted to wear stilettos. And I was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> that's not a good idea. And it was more of a weight issue. And then it was also a balance issue because when you wear a high heel shoe, all your weight is on your forefoot and then you have a little weight on your heel. Well, you are just just gonna, you could just fall over or, you know, sprain your ankle, break something. So you have to kind of be more realistic with your shoe gear. And then, of course, if you're developing all the hammer toes and the bunions, you know, and especially if you're diabetic, if it's rubbing your toes, if you're African American and you're getting black spots where these shoes are rubbing you, those are precursors to ulcers. So, like I tell my patients, um, Stay away from leather. Start wearing more mesh, soft material shoes, especially if you have a lot of lumps and bumps because you can't break that shoe down. That shoe will break you down. And I see it all the time <laughs> where people come in, try it down a new pair of shoes, and they come in with an ulcer where the shoe gave them an ulcer. So you have to know your body, know your feet, and know your limitations. And be realistic with it. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> So just because, like, my Aunt Lucille can wear heels in her 90s, I can't do that, huh? Well, you could try, but just walk on a stable surface and look down. <laughs> I mean, it's all about what you're capable of. Like, you know, part of one of the Medicare questions we have to ask all patients is, have you fallen recently, over 65? And lots of times they're like, well, I fell, but I don't need a cane. I'm like, but, okay, but you're falling. And I always tell them, if you hit your head, break a hip or a knee, you may not get back up. And then it will, I take a cane. But you have to be blunt because if you, you hit your head, they could bleed out. And then if they break, you know, a hip or a knee, it's a strong possibility they may, may not recover from it. But something as simple as wearing using a cane or a walker to help you walk is a lot less than you know, going into a nursing home or going to a rehab facility. 
Someone has a question here about the foot massage that you do. If you're on blood thinners, can you have a foot massage? Yes, it's non-invasive. Okay. There's no cutting or anything. So the nails or calluses or anything like that would be done by the podiatrist. The medical assistant just does the massaging, the scrubbing with the pumice stone, pumice stone scrub and all that. But nothing sharp. And speaking of that, someone just asked, what's up? They said pumistus, but I didn't want to know what a pumice stone <laughs> Pumice stone looks like lava rock. It looks like a rock, but it has a lot of holes in it. Usually you'll see pumice stones in the foot section and they're usually like a little square or sometimes they're on a stick. But you use that in the water after you take a bath and it helps get the dead skin off. And it's not sharp. It's not the cheese grater looking thing, the metal thing they use. No cheese graters. It's a pumice stone. If you ever you go to the store and ask, they'll tell you where they are. Gotcha. So that is what you use it. And they also want to know how how far in advance do you have to make an appointment for the foot massage? Probably a week to two weeks. We're in our peak season now because it's summertime, so we're pretty booked up with it. And what about nail polish? We don't paint the nails. Okay. We do sell medicated toenail polish that's antifungal and colored. It's $20 a bottle. We do sell that, but we don't paint, paint the nails. We and just cut them. Yes, we'll cut them for you and get them ready, but you have to paint them yourself. All right, very well. Mm -hmm. So, um, also in the foot store, we do offer different kind of pads for your bunions, your hammer toes. We have new sandals that we have in stock that have orthotics built into the sandal. So those are supportive for you to put around in and also wear around the house, especially if you are a diabetic. I always tell diabetics to wear a shoe thicker, thick enough. If you were to step on an attack or needle, it wouldn't pierce your skin. So you can wear something like the sandals we sell in the office. We do have some new lotions in stock, and we do have a, a kit that we sell with lotion and salicylic acid that helps get uh, a lot of that dead skin off your feet, especially with your calluses as well. So it's a lot going on in the office right now. And, of course, if you have any questions, especially being a diabetic or a renal patient or smoker... <laughs> <laughs> or just in general, if you always you have foot questions, foot concerns, always just call the office, schedule an appointment and come in. It's always easier for us to take a look and say, oh, this rash is just athlete's foot or, you know, or, you know, you may have a scratch just turned a little red that just may need some antibiotics, but it could go worse. You know, of course, if you're taking some old antibiotics or soaking your feet in vinegar or something <laughs> else instead of coming in and letting me and the other podiatrist take a look at your feet. So I always give the office a call at 937-228-3668. If you are an existing patient, you can schedule yourself at richfeet.org and you click request an appointment tab. Can you also, Dr. Richmond, speak to the telehealth appointments that you have in the patient portal? So the telehealth mostly is just for like refills, appointment. I can't really do a full physical appoint visit with you. So that's more for like refills if you can't get in, things like that nature. And the patient portal, that's just where you can access all your records and ask questions when I can answer questions back and forth through the portal. And then soon we're going to be adding a new software to the, our platform 
where patients will be able to text us directly and we'll be able to text them back directly. So we should be implementing that within the next month. Awesome. And of course, if they need to make an appointment, just call the office and you're open. Give us your hour. Monday through Friday, 840 to 5. We do close from 12 to 1 for lunch. So if you come between those times, you'll probably have to wait till 1 because we open back up at 1 o'clock. And, of course, Saturdays are closed. Yes, Saturday and Sundays, Sundays are closed. And we're located in the Charles R. Drew Health Center on 3rd Street, West 3rd, 1323 West 3rd. When you come in, make a right. You pass Wick. We're right next to Wick. You'll see the podiatry side. Okay. And, of course, you have your website is richfeed.org. Yes. And what can they find on the website? Oh, all kinds of stuff. So my podcast, I think some of the, the podcasts is on there. I have videos on there for my YouTube channels. A YouTube channel should be Tanisha Richmond and also Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. There's educational videos on there. There's also pictures of the, some of the products from the store. And then the portal where you can actually go and schedule yourself if you are an existing patient. And other information. It's all kind of information on the website. Awesome. And so we invite you to go there. That's richfeet.org. And if someone wants to email you and not necessarily want to call direct, what's that email address? Richfeet, the number one, at Gmail. So if they want to email me with any questions, it's richfeet1 at Gmail. And of course, I'm always looking for guests for my radio show. So if you think you'd be a good guest, I'm just looking for experts in their field, people with inspirational stories like Josie here, just different topics. So, you know, we talk about a, about a little bit of everything here on the radio it's show. Like footsteps for life, right? Yes, it is. It's, yeah, it's footsteps for life. So if you, you know, have something interesting you want to talk about, just give, you can even give me a call and at the office. And ask for my office manager, Leroy, to talk to him about being on the show as well. All right. Any closing comments? Of course, we do want to thank Josie again for a very inspiring story. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Josie, for coming on. I mean, she's just a beam of light when she shashays <laughs> into my office. Every, and she's always so dressed so neatly, I must say. Everyone doesn't coordinate as well as you do. But, okay, well, let's pass it on to some of these other cheering, please. Pass it on. Oh, so what are you saying? They can't wear the pajamas in, in the big stores around town? And bonnets? No, no, no. Monique just addressed that not long ago. So. Monique always talking about something. But just always remember, you know, take care of your feet. You only have two. If you ever wake up and they don't match, like on Sesame Street, which one of these is not like the other? If you wake up and one foot is swollen, discolored, smells funny, always give the office a call at 937-228-3668. And if you are an existing patient, you always can go to the website at richfeet.org and click a request an appointment. Awesome, Dr. Richmond. It is always a pleasure to have you. And again, thank you for your wonderful guest, Josie Favors, for being with us today. And again, you can reach Dr. Richmond through her website at richfeet.org. You may email her at richfeet, the number one, 
at gmail.com. That's richfeet1 at gmail.com. Dr. Richmond is located at the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, 1323 West Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Way, that is West 3rd Street, just uh, a couple of blocks down from the WDAL studios here. And of course, you can call her at 937 228 3668. Doc, next month, August 28th. All right. <laughs> Look forward to having you then, and uh, we thank you once again for sharing all of your great information and your great guests that you have here on WDAL. All right. Thank have you. Have a weekend. Enjoy this beautiful day in the Gym City. We hope you enjoyed today's show with Dr. Richmond, sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. The clinic is located at 1323 West 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio. Zip code 45402. To book an appointment, call 937-228-3668. Or you can learn more at richfeet.org.